Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. The new baby with the new ah. year sash on. You know, it's when they kick the old man the fuck out. Yep. I know exactly what Get you're talking about. Get a new baby about. in there. New year. This is a very clear thing. Give that, that new about. baby a cigar. Yep. This I is know a, exactly what you're not, talking you do about. Not, you don't know the imagery that I'm talking about? I, I vaguely do. Like I don't new know Year's, why. New Year's, yeah. like, it's always like a January is represented as a baby and December 31st is this wrinkly old son of a bitch on death's right. door. Right, why Just do we do that? Getting his sack of bones kicked through it. I don't That's know. I don't know us. why we do it. It's like to dunk on the previous year yeah. and all of our failures and shortcomings. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell anybody about this. That's true. I don't know yeah. either. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello. Uh, we're on the episode oh. Hypecast! Hypecast? It's it the show weird. where we get hyped about stuff and things. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I'm your co-host, David Bell. That's... I'm, I'm supposed to talk, right? Yeah. Holy shit, I don't know what you were talking about with the baby thing and the new year. I've never heard of any of this. You've never it heard was... or seen right. any of that? Uh... I... I figured it out, Tom, but for a minute, it was like, is he having a stroke? I don't think, I think it might be a pop culture blind spot for me, but anyway, I'm Abe Apperson, and I don't know about babies. You don't know about, like, New Year's stuff? New Year's as, like, January New, New Year's, as a baby? New Year's iconography? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, like the New Year represented as a new baby. You, dude. There's weirder things in the wearing, world. Wearing a sash yeah. that says like New Year 1993 or whatever the year is. No. I didn't make this up. No, I you didn't. Like I said, I, I do know now what you're talking about. But for a second, you sounded like a real me where it's just like, <laughs> the fuck are you going off about? I am totally <laughs> on board with me being the weird one in this conversation of the three. It's just wild to learn this. <laughs> Yeah, well, I I get all... it. Like it's a baby. The the year is a baby. I and get it. It, it yeah. gets old and dies. I don't so know how. Mean, December is like a decrepit. Possibly... <laughs> yes, that's what I was saying. Okay, yeah. good, good. <laughs> I, consistent I at least. I don't. I don't know how anyone could listen to this conversation and possibly come out the other side thinking that you were the weird one in this save. <laughs> Anyway, Abe, welcome. welcome. Thank you for thank having you. me, guys. Yeah, thanks it's for good being to be a back. guest. 
Of course, always a pleasure. You want to um, plug some shit right at the start? Let's yeah. Get, let's get going. Let's uh, get Fuck up. it. Let's be efficient. Patreon.com slash smallbeans. You get to hear more of my voice and the voices of Michael Swaim and Adam Ganser and several others, including, including people myself on, and Tom. Yeah. And uh, we, uh, we do the same thing that we do here at Gamefully Unemployed, but uh, you know it's just slightly different, different people. Bizarro. It's like the Bizarro world. But it's pretty fucking cool. So if you like this podcast or my contribution to it, head on over there. That's all. All right. Yeah. It's it it. pretty cool. It's pretty sweet. It is, yeah. I agree. I, I fully agree. So I'm you, excited you, to record more inside dads with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. More dad. I, 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 Every, every show I listen to on the Small Beans Network is, is just like, I can listen to the man. I bet everyone here is wearing sunglasses. That's how cool <laughs> it sounds and is. Yeah, that's so weird. We were just talking about your guys' motorcycles. Yeah, we got Yeah, them. Yeah, I got, I'm, I'm sitting on my hog right now. Mm-hmm. Just hogs and glasses, it. man. Wild hogs, man. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get the show on the road, huh? Yeah, let's get hyped. Let's we, do it. we got a bunch of trailers. We're gonna blast through them, but first we got some uh producers to thank. Big ol' thank you to at nerd numbers. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you to Zero Charisma. Thank you so much. Thank you to a bag full of bags. Thank you. Thank you to Aaron Burser. Thank you. Thank you to AJ. Thank you. Thank you to Andrew McGuire. Totally likes movies, Andrew Howe. Thank you. Thank you to Andrew. Save Papa Alfred Howe. Thank you. Thank you to Asking Seven. Thank you so much. All right, let me swoop in here. Thank you to Bob Grenville. Thank you. Thank you to Bootler Bootlison. Thank you. Thank you to Brian, who Tom knows. Tom knows. Thank him. you to Brockway Loves the Meat Millie. Thank you. Thank you to Burrito, wants you to drink water, hit the gym, and do the ska, because they loves y'all. Thank you. Thank you to pre-order TikTok superstar Jason Pargin's new standalone ticking clock thriller and dark satire called I'm Starting to Worry About This Black Box of Doom. Thank you. Thank you to Chester's Prophet. Thank you, Chester's Prophet. Thank you to Christopher Robert Sparks Esquire. Thank you. We may need to start instituting a word limit. So (laughs) the five word limit is who can fit fit on this. They sent me even longer one, and I was like, I am shortening that. Overstaying their welcome is what I'm calling. No, no, I disagree. I know you can't say shit because I'm not fucking with your money here. I'm just saying, watch yourself. Watch yourself. Abe will come for you. I'm coming. Uh, Speaking of, I don't know, watching yourself. Uh, no, it's a, it's a it's a quiet place. Day one, they're they're milking this for all it's fucking worth. It feels very like Cloverfield slash even like twenty eight days later to me, where they're like, "How many of these can we make? Let's find out." All uh, of yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, they could just keep going. I thought so. I only saw the first one, but the second one seemed to imply there was like flashback scenes of how it started. Uh, did anybody see the sequel? I didn't, but that is definitely what it looked like in the trailers that we watched. Right. It looked like a, it looked like it's here's how it all starts, and then they're like, "But also here's how it all starts." And I was like, "Oh, well, following multiple families, right?" Yeah. Or, yeah. I I guess I, I haven't seen the second one either. Right. And there's a reason none of us did. Right. Like the first movie, I didn't really love, but I know other people weren't. They didn't hate, but. It was fine, right? Am I wrong that the first one was fine? Yeah, yeah. It was it was, was kind of stupid. It was extremely fine. It. Yeah, the 
the whiteboard, if you rewatch that movie, just pause it on John Krasinski's whiteboard. It is the single dumbest prop, I think, in the history of movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, that movie is one of those movies that's dumber on Reese watch. Piece of set decoration, or excuse me, rather than a prop. Do you remember any of the hits? Do you remember any of the hits? I, I can't remember them, but it's it's they're just these like bullet Banal points. nonsense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like noise, like question mark. It's like it's Great. stuff like that. It's oh, so noise. funny. Remember it's sound? So good. Sound <laughs> quiet? Question mark. Family? Yeah. Exclamation mark. It's it's as subtle as those audio logs you pick up in Bioshock. Right. Yeah. It's it's to me it's like Bird Box where it's like it was right place right time, but the movie's pretty generic and in fact is kind of a ripoff of a book and the monsters are extremely derivative they're just those pinwheeling you know goobers that you see in a jj abrams film you know it's yeah. just <clears throat> spider monster and so yeah, it's we, like we, it, we really went hard on that creature design i know it was all really the same did. person for yeah. a lot of the abrams stuff anyway like cloverfield and uh, yeah. super eight and the star trek thing were all the same creature designer Right. But we still, we went hard in on that like spider crab thing for about 15 years there. And oh, here's the th- lovely. Here's the thing I, <laughs> would, I would argue. Crab. Love spider crab. <laughs> yeah. Here's what I'd argue is my problem with A Quiet Place conceptually that I, I only realized recently. The premise, if I'm not mistaken, is these are alien monsters. Uh, right away, I, it looks like they came down like parasites. Like they, they're Which not we knew. Flying we knew spaceship. it was an alien invasion, oh, okay. I believe. Yes. Um, they're not flying spaceships, my point, but they came down. And the bit is that if you don't make a noise, they won't get you, right? If you yeah. make noise, they'll get you. Yeah. I would argue, isn't that every predator, but those predators can also see you? Meaning that they're just worse monsters. It's like, oh, they can see you. <laughs> you just have to be quiet. I mean, it depends on it's how. It's like, well, I mean, a velociraptor, you have to be quiet. Do you think that Daredevil is a lesser you. hero is, your que- is the question you're asking right now? Uh, no, because Daredevil has, like, he can see through walls and shit. So, I guess so can these things. I think they can. My question but, is that they were just, like, screaming on a rock going through space at a million miles an hour. Yeah. Can't hear fucking one thing. They the thing they want sound the thing that leads to food, they're just like where the fuck is it? I right. can't hear why shit. Would, what the fuck? Would, <laughs> you're right. That's really dumb. It's really dumb. It's, I don't know. It's it's really dumb. Here's my thing. I'm I'm for it. I'm all for it. I love this trailer. I think that uh, there's who gives a shit. Uh, I don't need these films. I didn't watch the second one because I was like it's more of the same. But like Cloverfield ten. And Cloverfield, both kind of rule for different reasons, right? You got the quiet uh, apocalypse and you got the loud one. This looks like the loud one. Cool. Yeah, that was going to be my big hot take at the end of this is that this is my favorite version of this premise. Right. Because it's just like, fuck it, disaster film. It's the director of Pig. So I'm like, all right. hmm. That actually like, throws me. <laughs> but hey, if you can do it. <laughs> hey, like here's the thing is at best it's going to be 30 minutes of actual, you know, they're going to have just like a small, like a vignette, basically a large vignette. Yeah. I think we're getting 20, 30 minutes of the actual invasion at max. They, it could even be a misleading trailer and we get like oh, five I agree. minutes. I think most of it's just going to be like a quiet place. But which it's just really day one. Out. I just I don't think they're taking Amelia Blunt 
or Emily Blunt, sorry, and uh, John Krasinski or whatever, that I don't think they're taking them out of it. I hope they get, oh, you think, okay, I I was hoping it'd be like a Thanos thing where it ends with like Emily Blunt and John Krasinski showing up really like stupidly. I think Probably. this is a whole new, I think this is a whole new cast and I think you're right where what's going to happen is there'll be a really fun 20 minute sequence where New York has taken over and then the rest of the film will be like the other movies where everybody just goes shh, shh to each yeah. other. Whispering and it's all in these, rooms. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's just people having to be really quiet for a while. Um, and yeah, I, it's just for me. It's I, I. It's given me very little. This is right. the series has given me very little. And um, ju- I just have one question: Bird Box. <laughs> Bird Box is yeah. that the same thing? But they got you can't the look. That's so dumb. I know. Yeah, we got a sweet meme out of it. That's yeah, we so did. Dumb. Tom Hollander it's... prying open somebody's eyes. Right. The problem is, is that that's all they have. Right. Like then you watch these movies and you're like, ah, they're pretty dumb. And they think that that one little idea, it can carry the entire goddamn movie. Well, it's a gimmick, um, really. It's like it's like when yeah. um, William Castle used to like hang skeletons in the theater when he was showing 13 <laughs> right. ghosts or something. It's all they have. Yeah, it is all they have. <laughs> We're so, like, it's so fucking cutting, to be honest. It is because once once that gets used up in your head, I think of the same with Cloverfield. The first Cloverfield was great because it was the first time we seen that idea, found footage, monster film from the the ants on the ground. I think that's a great premise. And then Cloverfield had nothing else to offer, right, but they just right. kept slapping the name on things that's right. and being like, "You want more?" And it's like, "Not really." You did the thing. You did the one interesting thing. I mean, the Cloverfield... Yeah, uh, I don't even know what that brand means anymore. It's like (laughs) the the brand is like when a movie is a surprise alien movie, I guess, now. I don't don't uh, know. Anyway, we don't need to get off on the Cloverfield (laughs) tangent. Surprise! Aliens look so boring. what you thought it was, actually. Uh, And like, it it bothers me when it's like, you really couldn't have thought of a better alien. Like, you can't think of anything new. I mean, the creature design's not bad. They're kind of Stranger Thingsy. Right, it's fine. All derivative. I don't know, it's fine. It's all derivative. It's hey, all they fine. all can't be Independence Days, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. It's all fine. It's something to watch. I don't know. I'm just not the one watching it. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably going to get to it. It's going to be a late place for Abe. Yeah, I'm maybe it, if I have like the flu, I'll watch the sequel. And yeah. then, you know, because you got to watch the sequel before you watch this. <laughs> Probably true. You know. I'm gonna wait for me to be in an American Airlines place. <laughs> yeah, that's the hey. Delta place. That's how I watched Asteroid City. That was uh, perfect. It's <laughs> uh, even more cutting. We are just, <laughs> just a we're filmmaker little, we're bitches. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's happening just here. Let's move quiet on. Place getting strays over. Wait, here. Before we start recording, I said I wanted to cut this from the list because we had too much, <laughs> and this is why. Because even though it was like one of the biggest trailers, I don't have anything nice to say about it, and I feel bad. Yeah. Let's talk um, about House of Ninjas. I'm going to yeah. do the job. I, I, I have feel nice great things about to say. House of Ninjas. Holy shit. This is... Why love... is this... The, why don't we have two dozen competing franchises of ninja stuff? Yes. Yeah. First of all, this sounds like a reality TV show that would be awesome. Um, but it's not. It's a TV series on the Netflix. 
Uh, and it's yeah, it's like ninja family. It, yeah, it basically <laughs> looks like the Incredibles if they were ninjas instead of yes. superheroes. Which yeah. it also could be amazing. Also, if they make a sequel, it's House of Ninjas Two, <laughs> which is just yes. a great name for anything. But I love the first thirty seconds of this trailer. If you watch it, which I assume people are kind of doing in this, you should uh, it looks like the the show Patriot but with ninjas <laughs> which is amazing cuz it's like it should mostly be a ninja guy who's being right. like I I don't want to be a ninja and then because you know being a ninja sucks for whatever reason I want to be a pop star uh but instead it looks like it's ju- he's just going to be a ninja again and that made me very sad yeah yeah poor I mean, guy <laughs> I'm still I mean, into yeah. it I'm I'm sure there'll be some good drama <laughs> I don't yeah. <laughs> I don't I think, really know, man. I think Marvel and DC should both get into ninjas after superheroes fall apart. Because I can you see like a big interwoven bullshit universe? And instead of these big like space battles, the whole it's always just ninjas. Just karate like fights. Wars. Yeah, just, just a yeah. rooftop karate war. Ooh. Yeah. I want I they could make a thousand the NCU, ninja movies. Baby. Yeah. Let's the go. NCU. Yeah. I want that so bad. And Just, this looks this was a fun like I thought the trailer was well made too. Because yeah. it showed a lot and yet I also felt like I didn't know the whole plot. Does that make sense? Right. It was like it, it's not just that it's this tongue in cheek kind of over the top premise. Also like the action, like the ninja action looks cool and yeah. uh the tone seems cheeky in a good way, like fun. Yeah. Yeah. It had the vibe to me of some of the earlier Marvel stuff. Uh, on TV, like Jessica right. Jones, Jones, and, and Luke Cage, which are my favorite Marvel things. Yeah, I like those. Yeah, I I see what you mean. Like it is that kind of that tone. I also feel like uh, all the good ninja contents are the ones that it feels like the writers like looked at the website Real Ultimate Power. Yeah, I was, said, I like, was yeah. thinking yeah. about Real Ultimate Power while I was. Yeah. Me too. Like, Ninja of Assassin and is another one of those comics. movies. You, guys, yeah. you remember that one? No. No. So that's the meme where he's po- he's poking a thing with a stick and he's like, do something. Uh, oh, okay. Whatever. Early, early internet. Early internet. Yeah. They uh, like he needs to be wailing on a guitar in this. Like we need that level of awesome. Yeah. For this, perhaps I, it does have the current winner for best line in a trailer in this guy's opinion for twenty twenty four, which is. At one point, a woman says, you are all ninjas, <laughs> which, <laughs> out of context, great, print it, that's a trailer. You got a trailer, folks. Yeah, out of context, great, within context, even better. Even yeah. better. <laughs> yeah, oh, fuck. Hell yeah. House, House of ninjas. ninjas. House of Ninjas, coming to Netflix next week, I believe. I, I, think, oh. it's, I think it said the, the 14th or the th- it's soon, soon. Oh, anyway. Like a ninja, exciting. it is already upon you. Yeah. It's yeah. already slashing our necks. <laughs> uh, should we talk about this next one? This yes. is Apple TV. Welcome home, Franklin. This is um, uh, Franklin, Charlie Brown. Uh, it's, a, it's a new Peanuts special. It's a new Peanuts special that very specifically, like they, they invoke the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving reference where Franklin was like as a meme they, they it passed around he's uh, he's on one side of the table and they're all on the other side so this feels <laughs> yeah. like it's almost like a slow uh, like a small redemption to that because it's from the point of view of franklin moving into the town meeting charlie brown and becoming a friend with all of them and doing a fucking um a derby race yeah um, soap, soapbox derby 
Yeah, thank you. I was going to say Demolition Derby, and I was like, that's not right, is it? <laughs> That'd be cool. That would be yeah. pretty cool. Peanuts Welcome going home, hard. Franklin, and it's like a, the dude from the cover of Road Rash. Like, yeah, with a chain and a pipe. Well, I want that now, but this looks delightful. I don't know. Yeah. Not a huge Peanuts fan, but they kind of... They're kind of eternal. Like they're they're always going to be fun in any generation. Because peanuts is about how shitty kids are. Like, yeah, that's certainly, true. Uh, it really comes through when you read the comics or watch the specials. Uh, the older you get, where it's just Charlie Brown trying his hardest to be liked, and everybody hates him. Um, yeah. So I think there's everybody there's a him like a piece of shit. <laughs> it's just a real adults. real fucking dildo. They just hate him. Yeah. Hate him so much. Like he's a yeah. dog nobody wants to take care of anymore. It's, it's, it's basically... there's, time, there's a timeless quality to it, is what I was there saying. There is. No, there is. I think if Kelvin and Hobbes, if what's his name, Waterson liked money, which he clearly doesn't, um, and good on him, don't get yeah. me wrong. Yeah. But if he really liked money, it would also be a similar deal where Kelvin and Hobbes, Hobbes would be like, would last 100 years. You know, we would just be making cartoons. Oh, yeah. Of they're that. immortal. Just like, yeah. For sure. What if. So here's my thought. What if at the end Franklin is imaginary? <laughs> it's a fight club situation. Or, or everybody dead. else is imaginary. Or he's a dead kid. Let's oh, go. like welcome home. Welcome to the afterlife. Welcome home, like, Franklin. Welcome. This is... Oh, so it's like the island and lost. They're all just <laughs> yeah. welcoming to the, to the island. I think it's probably oh, going too hard dead. for a kid story. But I'm just saying. The way that if you watch the trailer that way... It's kind of, it was kind of my initial thought, and it totally plays. <laughs> it does. All right. Let's go with that. I like that. Yeah. By the way, I, th- I don't think Garfield has that same staying power. And I called that out in the notes because Garfield is like, like Gen X-y ironic. You know what I mean? Where like, I don't know. I think Garfield's, I think Garfield can go. Garfield should leave. Yeah. No. Goodbye. Garfield. Or like Dilbert. For very different reasons, but Dilbert's also one where it's like that was an extremely dated idea. I yeah, think. Uh, yeah we're, we're all set with Dilbert. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're all for set. many reasons. For many reasons, and, uh, but like Garfield is Marmaduke. You know, I mean, Gar- Garfield yeah. has a timeless quality to him, the same as like Dennis the Menace, or exactly. Yeah. It's just like because it's just so a I, cat. But that's you know? the thing. I think Dennis the Menace is, is he's got I mean, that. Dennis isn't he, timeless, timeless anymore, but he he was like he stuck around for a while, I guess. Right. Made bad example, but mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I know no. what you're saying. Like Mickey Mouse, you know, like he's just a he's just a cat. I just think we're, we're there's not much more to be said about. No, no, no. It's, it's what a wonderful thing to have happened, and now it should die. Yeah, just yeah, suffocate the grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a reason cats this? don't live sixty years. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Kill these cats. <laughs> should we talk about this next one? Because this is. This was like a fever dream. Uh, Manhunt. What? This is yeah. an a- another Apple TV series. It's about John Wilkes Booth. After it's about the he manhunt shot... for John Wilkes Booth, yeah. Yeah. The thing that threw me off is, of course, the fact that Patton Oswalt shows up in this, which <laughs> every sure shot does. of him, it sh- that just looks like drunk history. <laughs> like you cannot, <laughs> you cannot see Patton Oswalt like in an like m- old-timey outfit. Yeah. With a big, with a big Civil War beard, it looks like a Muppet Show sketch. It does, it does. not help that, like Franklin, fucking, or sorry, uh, Lincoln looks like a dime store 
like yes. version of Lincoln. Okay, right? I'm glad you said that. Yeah. So this is all to say this looks good. this doesn't look bad. And and I shout out to the fucking makeup artist and costume designer. That all looks fine. It all looks fine. Don't get me wrong. It's and nothing against Patton Oswald, who looks like he's doing a serious role in here. Yeah. It's just that he's Patton Oswald. I mean, he's done them before. And yeah. It's gonna take me a minute. That's all I'm saying. Like it's just it's if I watch it, it'll. It's, t- it's it, not. It's not. I, I think I see what you're saying. Uh, yes. It's it's not his performance. It's the context of of it's him. Just who he is. It's yeah, like, like he's, he knows, he, I, Yeah. I, th- I think rooms. he's really good in like a young adult. I think that's a good like dramatic role that he does. But absolutely. So it's like I could see him as a real person, but Civil War General is just not a context I'm used right. to. It's also see not a him. very high budget movie. Like it, no. it's, yeah. it's got a budget for sure. It's a legitimate movie for sure, but it's just like or limited series, I think. But yeah, yeah, yeah. but it like looks like. Uh, it kind of looks like they had to go to the same places to be like, oh, this looks like a church or a look, courtroom. Right. You know, it looks or, a little reenactment theater. Uh, a little yeah. bit. So they had to go there, and that's probably what Drunk History used. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah they're, they're just they're, using the Drunk History sets. <laughs> getting a lot of mileage out of those frontier villages. Yeah, um, yeah. I love it. This uh, was a very famous book from, I think, a decade or two ago that has been in development for a long time. This was uh, originally going to be made by Steven Spielberg. Um, that would have been nuts. And then he decided to do Lincoln instead, but it was in development for a while with Spielberg as the director I mean, and Harrison Ford in the lead role that's being played by Tobias Menzies. Um, wow. Yeah. In this. I love that because I went through, so one, one issue I have with this, and I'm sure it's fascinating. And this is just even, you know, not nothing to do with the trailer is that it just feels weird that John Wilkes Booth is, like, the main character. Like, I was joking that they should make this a John Wick action film where, for some reason, John Wilkes Booth is, like, fighting everybody. Yeah, exactly. And it's, like, it's just a (laughs) full-on action. Because there was a point where I was just like, am I supposed to be rooting for John Wilkes Booth? What is this? And I can see Spielberg developing it and then being like, you know what? I'll just make something about Lincoln. Like, why am I making this Fuck about it. John yeah, Wilkes Lincoln's Booth? Awesome. Well, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. to, to clarify, he is not the main character. It's the um, person in charge of the manhunt. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, it's, it's still, that, it's that's, weird. that's who Harrison Ford was going to play in, in the film version. Yeah. It feels like a gritty detective show. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying this stuff didn't happen, but they're going to want, they're going to have to sensationalize it, right? Because it's a show. And there's just something weird about that where I can see exploring this project and then deciding, like, well, shouldn't we just talk about Lincoln? And, like, now that we have had a definitive Lincoln thing called Lincoln, now we can do, like, let's do the John Wilkes Booth manhunt. <laughs> you know enough. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Does that yeah. make sense? Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I uh, I kind of agree. <clears throat> I guess the only weird things to me is that they're, like, uncover the conspiracy. Like, the pitch mm. angle of the trailer is more or less trying to get you all, like, what if, like, what if it was JFK? You know, like, I, and right. I guess, uh, is, is that historically even well, it's presentable? Part, <laughs> like, I don't you know. know. It, it did it conspire. Was, it was, it was part a conspiracy. Of a, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think there was that film, The Conspirator, I think it was called, mm-hmm. with James McAvoy and okay, um, okay. Robin Wright. It was part of uh, a... a a ser- what was meant to be a series of assassinations taking out a number of people, um, but everybody else 
either failed or chickened out, and John Wilkes was the only one who succeeded. Right. Well, it sounds like I have to go down a wiki. And there really, you know? and there genuinely is like a the the story of the manhunt is pretty nuts. Yeah. All you know right. that the Let's the go. room that they conspired to kill Lincoln in is now a Chinese restaurant in D.C. Uh, so you can just go there. Do you want to go, go there? And absorb, absorb the history. Want to yeah. eat there? Yeah. yeah. Delicious um, noodles. Exactly. With the power conspiracy. of history. Yeah. Yep. Conspire to kill President Lincoln. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Yeah, only one specific president. We're yeah. Not. yeah, I said Lincoln. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, this says, I'm curious about this. I'm I'm mostly curious because I want to see Patton Oswalt do a good job in this role. Um, but it's, I don't know. For a series, I'm like, well, limited series, right? It'd be amazing right. if, they, if they're <laughs> like lost in this and they just made like ten seasons, yeah. and, like spun it off, and they're like, let's bring Lincoln back. Let's yeah, bring John, him back. John, John Wilkes fights his way out of the barn, like uh, right s- the beginning of the Scarface video game. Yeah, see, that's what, what if I he do didn't want. die. Yeah, I kind of want it to just go multiple com- presidents. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just keeps through time. Just, he's, he's he becomes a time person. Yeah. yeah, he kills. Holy Taft. shit! Oh, that's what I want. Um, let's. Uh, you, you guys done with that? You want to talk about this next thing? Let's yeah, keep let's moving. Go. Yeah, yeah, we're chugging through this. This ne- next one is called "We We Grown Now." We were almost cutting this one only because it's so good that we didn't have many notes for. I think that can be the statement itself. It looks beautiful, like the cinematography and color and performances. Like, these kids are doing it, you know? Yeah. It's about kids in Cabrini Green. It's like a coming of age. I was going to make a Candyman joke, but now I won't. And that's that's it. That's all I got. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, just, looks really it, looks, it looks really good. And there's a, just from the performance, the, what with the clips of we see in the performances uh, of the two main kids are just really remarkably natural uh, in a way that you don't normally see from child actors. So just the performances themselves in this trailer kind of really sold it for me. And (laughs) it looks like it might be a period piece. Like maybe it's the nineties. I can't quite tell. Yeah. it's Um, But it looks, I mean, it's, yeah, it looks really good. Definitely watch it. We're yada yadding like a potential Oscar winner. It's yeah. basically what's happening here. <laughs> yeah. Because there's other trailers to dunk on, man. Exactly. Like I, I don't know. It's it's from the writer of Bojack Horseman. I don't know if that I don't know what that Holy shit means. Didn't know that. Oh, it looks like they only did one episode, so Oh, okay. Um but yeah, I mean fucking check it out. We grown now. There's nothing to say other than it looks really good. Um so the next one there's a lot to say about, though, for different <laughs> reasons, because oh, this is Sleeping Dogs, a, a trailer where, like, uh, yeah, there's no way you can't put this in. It's Russell Crowe plays a guy who's conveniently very tired and and kind of sits. Um, <laughs> plays a man who sits a lot. He's yeah, a he's a detective. He's just it's fully, like a dirty he's fully, detective. He's fully Brando seated. now. Seated. Yes. <laughs> That's how the screenplay started. Seated. Russell Crowe <laughs> sits. <laughs> And then he was like, hell yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I'm so excited. I don't think this is going to theaters, right? This doesn't It It, it, it presented itself as though it was. Maybe oh my that God, was, it does say in theaters. Holy I was going to say, maybe that was aspirational. Hell but yeah. Um, no, this is extremely my shit as well. Yeah. Uh, this is yeah. old fart. It's true detective, right? It's old fart reaches back at the end of his life to try to solve that one case that he never did. 
Yeah. yeah, you know it's it's the whole it's yeah. the whole True Detective vibe, and I'm extremely into yeah, that. Um, First time, I'm know. definitely gonna die. So, oh, he's a hundred percent. He's dying as shit. Look at him in this yeah. trailer. He's, he's so dying. dying. <laughs> he's losing dying, his guys. memory as he's dying too. So it's like a race against his own That's mind. That's the other thing. Mm. He has this whole like, what if we did like basically what Tom said, but also Memento. Yes. Hell yeah. And it's, all, from it's the, True Detective season three. If you watched season three with Mahershala Ali, did the same thing. Did, did, did a lot of interesting yeah. things with his, uh, his dementia. His, uh, yeah, yeah exactly. I'm gonna call it now and say I'm, I'm guessing they did it better, but <laughs> yeah, probably that's my guess too. Yeah. Uh, this is from the writer of um, and his first time director and writer of Accepted, Tower Heist, Exodus, Gods and King, Allegiant. And Assassin's Creed, the Michael Fassbender one. Mm. So, yeah. Oof. So I'm I'm excited. So it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna yeah. be blank. I mean, I, it's gonna I, be a I lot would... of fun, right? This is like a Friday night movie oh, night. Oh, I think movie. so. Yes. And I mean, also, it's a whodunit. It's a mystery. I love mysteries. Me too. I love mysteries. I don't know if the 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 solves are gonna be good, right? But, I don't you know, know it's gonna be. A but I'm gonna feel one. a mystery for sure while I'm taking that ride. Did, I did, hope several times Russell Crowe in this movie beats the shit out of someone and then gets out of jail and just doesn't remember where he is. <laughs> like, I so hope. I think I we can a, guarantee one of those things is. I happen. want just the Russell Crowe story, but aged sixty. I, I have a theory about this movie because I just looked at who else is in it. Uh, Karen Gillan is in it. Yeah, I Fucking... saw her flash okay. across the screen. I think she's secretly the main character. I think they're they're blasting us with Russell Crowe. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think they're they're making this seem like it's all Russell Crowe, and I'm wondering if he's because again he seems like to be mostly indoors. Or... Yeah, yeah. Like I I feel like. I don't know. This all to say, this does. This probably is a lot of fun. Um, like you will see, we will. We will literally see. Right? We will literally we see will, this movie. I am we'll going see. to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I also. Okay. I just the knowing that this is the filmmaker behind Assassin's Creed, I would pay any amount of money to see this stage career career Russell Crowe sitting in the Animus. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Just not understanding yes. it. Just like just, what. What, why is it so bright? It's, it's virtuosity again, right? He would yeah. be right at home. He knew exactly what to do. Hell. You're right. He has done it. Yes. It would just become Sid 6.7. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. no, it all, it's full circle. It's like <laughs> like a, an actor looking back at his career. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about this other than, like, of course. just want to see an expressionless Russell Crowe flipping through the air in the animus. Yeah. <laughs> God, yeah, on that well, thing. While his, while his just dragging his in the body past. around. Yeah. yeah, just whipping him around. <laughs> He's just a, just just a, a limp. In a onesie. A limp puppet, yeah. I love that. I love that for him. This uh, movie, though, like my sense of this movie is I feel like there were a lot of compromises made in the production. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like we're going to get a movie that, like, they didn't, like, I, I don't know. It just, uh, it's like we barely, it's apparently coming out in theaters this trailer, it's not like a big fanfare, right? Yeah. It's I don't know. I'm I'm all for like nineties extre- mid budget thrillers. I was about to say, wrong. yeah, it's very mid budget. It's got that energy all over it. I'm, I want this to be really that's, good. Man, that's the whole industry right now, except for a few properties. Yeah. So it's like 
you're right, but also like, why do you gotta take like movies to task? <laughs> <laughs> you don't don't be mo- don't be mean to movies, Dave. I'm not. That's what I'm saying. I hope this is really good. I hope and it does rooting for the mid tier. Yeah, and I yeah, and I hope failing that that it's very weird and interesting. That would be the best. It's just the advertising. Like I assumed this was like a straight to DVD or rather straight to streaming. And now, uh, knowing it's in theaters, I'm like, wow, fuck, man, that's great. They're trying And knowing it. that it has more names in it than Russell Crowe, because I thought this was like a, let, we got Russell Crowe, that's most of our budget. Right, you know. Let's whip this together. Most of what, like, Kelsey Grammer's doing, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, should we talk about this next one? Yeah, this let's was, do um, it. This was actually on my short list for more hype for like months. I knew I've known this is going to come out since like 2023 and this was the first trailer. I'm not sure how I feel about it now that I've watched the trailer. This is The Animal Kingdom. Not to be confused with Animal Kingdom or Nocturnal Animals. Are these all films? Yeah. This yep. one is about it. um it's like a furry paradise um sort of Yeah, it's like at a, at a at it looked puberty maybe or a certain point in their lives. It's Some X-Men. people transform into animal people. Yeah. It's X-Men. It's, and X-Men, it's, but very, you, it's yeah. shitty X-Men. Cause you just turn into like kind of a cheetah. Right. And you don't get a choice. So there's like an octopus person. Yeah. D- Tom, you nailed it in the notes where it's animorphs. It's gritty animorphs. Um, gritty animorphs. It's, yeah. It's about a father and a son in a world where humans have just started mutating into animals. It's like, so you're probably picturing a certain movie when we say that this is like an art house film. This is that's, that's the catch. This is like an emotional art house film about a father and son within this world. That's going to be done very like grounded and artfully. It's like the Fox searchlight version of X-Men. Yeah. That's what makes me kind of hopeful for it because like, I mean, I know that's like a stupid thing to say because it's like, Oh, it looks arty. So it's going to be, smarty you know like no it's yeah uh, already for smarties well here's the thing is that the way that the trailer started for me is that i was like oh shit are they remaking or are they rather making a very old man with enormous wings by gabriel garcia marquez have you guys read that short story at all no it's I basically did, i did many years ago though so i have yeah it was it's no like memory of pretty it. common <laughs> american like uh high school literature because it's like yeah, a novella that's exactly where i read it yeah exactly but it's a fantastic story because it's like um what if they found what if like a town found this hideous man who had wings and they're like is he a fucking angel this is an angel what the hell is going on and everyone loses their minds i thought that this was going to be more of an introspection of like the human animal and i think that might be it and i think the trailer is really pushing the uh look at all these x-men yeah. <laughs> you know my yeah my guess is what's going to happen is this will actually get very bad audience reviews of people who are expecting expecting something X-Men. else yeah yeah and it's going to end up being, it's something like it comes at night where like, it's yeah. not the thing you think. And it, and it's actually going to have not that much of that. And it's going to yeah. be more like in the background. And that's or, par for the course for this type of um, yeah. movie in terms of like, just look at the lensing, look at the marketing, who's showing it, who's provided money for it. Uh, yeah. th- it's a festival release, I believe. Um, so there's a lot of like cachet just around the idea of it's an art house film. Um, so 
they're marketed as for wider reach, it's going to make people unhappy. But if you're into this kind of thing and like there's several, a lot of movies being made internationally right now that have that kind of uh, blockbuster bend, you know, like I think we talked about one a few like months ago or weeks ago or whenever I was on this where it was like, uh, you know, like there's a, an eclipse that causes superpowers and stuff like that, but it's really yeah. it looks like it's just, uh, you know, just a story about a, a block, you know. So I think it's we'll see, you know. I think yeah the the international slash or and or art house world has been delivering. Like I'm I'm thinking about that A twenty four Civil War movie where mm. they're like this is our big budget film and it's like that's adorable because you, what you're imagining is your big budget like Hollywood film is what I'm imagining is like just a really good, like mid, like mid budget or like what blockbusters used to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like civil war feels like an older blockbuster, something that would have been a blockbuster in like the, the eighties. Um, and, and and so like, I kind of love that. Like, I really like the indie art house world going for, like, let's make our own superheroes. Let's make our own Marvel. Let's make our own blockbusters. Because they don't make those. That's not what they're making. They're making very good, larger scale movies. That's it. Uh, And I love that. For sure. I think that probably has a lot more statements on palette of the consumer than Mm -hmm. the the Hollywood uh, machine or industry in generating uh, movies of uh, different caliber, but like, yeah, I I think you're you're kind of onto something there. Yeah, on the same sub- subject, this next trailer parallel. Uh, this is big coherence vibes, and what I mean by that is, if you've seen coherence, it looks like they had a s- limited budget. They had like a house, some woods, and they're like, how do we make a very big premise? Uh, and it's about a woman whose kid has died and they're at this house and she's finding parallel universes, which again, very much the movie coherence. Um, but this looks more like a thriller. It looks like a little more fleshed out, I guess. Yeah. Um, It looks like it's turns into a basic thriller, like a, uh, like, Oh, there's two of my husband and one wants to kill me, I guess, you know, like there's, yeah. One doesn't seem to know her. Yeah. Um, yeah, it does. It seems like there may even be more than two versions of her husband. I think, yeah. yeah. The trailer um, has to hide that because that's probably she, the act three. She's hunting in the woods and it, and there's like someone shooting at her and it, it feels like it's her, right? Another her shooting back. That was the vibe I got. Like she's going to have to deal with herself. Yeah. yeah. Like the universes are, there's one shot where she's crossing the room and sees her husband at one spot and then he starts approaching her from the other end of the room it's like the yeah. universes are looping back in on themselves again yeah. very coherent so there's just um, a guy on the side he's like hey you having a loop war over there in that, <laughs> in that forest over there it's like yeah some con ed person showing up yeah. oh, that's serious your problem the universe is stuck on a loop <laughs> you, you all fighting each other you shouldn't do that <laughs> yeah, we're real addicted to parallel realities uh, in general, obviously, I think, because yeah. we don't feel in control of our reality. Like we're on high alert for enemies and we wish we were in a different timeline. And that yeah. makes for these movies that like coherence and like, you know, just look at also Marvel. Uh, yeah. The so I think is- that that's a fascinating aspect of 
pop culture. Yeah, you happen to be doing a, a podcast series about oh, yeah. this. Patreon.com slash small beans. Yeah, Escape from the Multikers. What it is is that parallel universe movies, some of them do it right, some of them don't. And I think the, the most right it gets is the movie Coherence. And what I mean by that is that the main conflict in the movie Coherence, if people haven't watched it, is it's these people having a dinner party and they realize that when they go out into the neighborhood, there's an eclipse or there's a power outage. I forget the, they, they very loosely create the bullshit. They, when they go back to the house, it's not their house. So like once they go out into this darkness and come back, they're in a different universe. They're essentially a tesseract of uh, streets now. Yes. They're just walking into parallel universes and they start getting paranoid about it and trying to figure out weird who's very primer where they're figuring out these exercises of how to know which universe is theirs. And what you learn is they start getting paranoid about their other selves. So the reveal is that it's about these people and how they perceive themselves. One guy is like ex-alcoholic and he's like, what if the other me is drinking? Like that's not good. It starts there, but it's also, it also goes to the places of like, wait, if I'm like Abe Prime and then there's Abe Prime Prime, who the fuck matters? You know, yeah. like, should I be alive or him? Like, I don't know and, at this point. <laughs> yeah. And that's the best version. The worst version, in my opinion, is look at Doctor Strange has a different mustache. Yeah. <laughs> look at the lights are different colors. It's a, like, I don't give a we we walk on red. Yeah, <laughs> we walk on red. That was That's literally literally one of them, what yeah. they did. Yeah, <sighs> and that is that can be more fucking boring. <laughs> yeah, it's boring. Um, this looks like it's right in between. This looks like they're like we're gonna make some action out of this, but it's it seems like it's it's exploring the concept the same way coherence is. But who knows? <laughs> Maybe she'll just have different facial hair. Stupid fucking multiverses. We don't have pizza. We only have eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Eggs. Uh, It's just... Just a big flat egg. It's just like the Rick and Morty parallel universe. Uh, Exactly. Yeah. We're getting to that point where it's like, who knows what we're going to get, actually. So... But Uh, but done in earnest. Like, earnestly trying to blow our minds. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) Good luck to you, parallel... I get it because it's like with parallel, they're setting out to do it. Marvel, they're hiring some writers who are like hot at the time to be like, make this. And they, they might not care about sci-fi. Like, I don't know. They're, and then they're putting all these demands on it. You can't make a sci-fi movie out of Marvel. You just can't. Yeah. Cause they're like, no, it has to be a superhero film. Yeah. Um, all right. This is officially, we're calling it the final trailer for long legs that we're going to review I am personally not going to watch any more Long Legs trailers. Same. I don't want this to see is, anything else before I watch the movie. I just want to watch Long Legs. Abe, do you know about Long Legs? I know about Long Legs. I know that it's certainly a marketing thing. The first few trailers didn't show the do movie Do you name. know how long they are? Yeah. The legs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're just symbols. It's the symbols of the movie. Turns out, nope, it's not symbols. It's Long Legs. And now this one, it's like, turns out it's Nick Cage. Hey. Hey. Yeah. And also the YouTube video is called You've Got the Teeth of the Hydra Upon You. Doesn't They're say all the movie labeled name. that. All the trailers oh, are all labeled of them that. are? Yeah, yeah. This I thought the they first had one. different ones, different words. No, no, they all have different labels, sorry. They cool. all have different bullshit. This is the first one that actually says the name of the movie, um, which we've all known. Oz Perkins has been great. I, I'm loving his horror crap. Uh, it's a real slush show. You know what yep. I'm saying? 
Micah Monroe, I think it's very funny because, um, what's her name? Anya Taylor-Joy had this, which is like, they're just like, for a while they get typecast as oh, yeah, uh, young women yeah. in really good art house films. Art like, house, art house horror, horror films. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in particular. Like, yeah. And like, that's that's a great thing to be pigeonholed in. And mm-hmm. so they look at her and they're like, yeah, we just, let's, let's give you like another freaky fucking art house horror movie. Yeah. Yeah, get it, get Put in you it. in danger, in but like... Let's think about it. You know? Yeah, <laughs> think about it. A bit. <laughs> Just have a good think. The contemplative spookiness. It's yeah. a ghost reading a book. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's a ghost reading a book, and it's called <laughs> Long Legs. What the fuck? Yeah. It's just also. At, it's just Mad Libs at this point. Oh yeah, I was gonna say this is all, like I'm really excited for this. I really like Oz Perkins. This is all to say that this is now one of the most like this genre like SNL could do a parody yeah, of. That's what you I'm you do the you do the yellow sickly tint now, which is the new blue tint. You do changing the um, aspect ratios. You do mm-hmm. like the square curved stuff. Like you could you Strobe could now effects, like yeah, like it, it would you would do it almost identical to the parody of independent film that that they would do in the early nineties. You know, where like yeah. fantasy on the <laughs> Simpsons, where it's like a clown flipping a pancake. Exactly, mm-hmm. like black and white, grainy, yeah. high contrast. Yeah. yeah, this is the new that, and I still love it. Don't get me wrong. I just you know, yeah. I also I I recognize what it's doing, um, but yeah, fucking Gretel and Hansel. I'm the pretty things that lived in the house. The black coat's daughter. Everybody go watch those if you haven't, because they're a delight. And then, I mean, if you're into horror, and this is, I can't wait to see what Nicolas Cage pulls out of his fucking ass. I know we get to hear him breathe a little bit at the end of this trailer, <laughs> and, like, but that's cry. it. Oh, you, yeah. didn't, you didn't see it said, and Nick introducing Nick Cage as long legs, <laughs> as Daddy Long Legs, as Doctor Long Legs. <laughs> God damn. I yeah I'm I'm so pretty into this pretty hyped bullshit. for this yeah this nice. is coming out July right after ah, my birthday damn it. yeah I know needs to That's come out tomorrow like, we're yeah. gonna have to I'm gonna have to spend so much time avoiding I'm gonna have the, to the mute marketing. this title on every every possible channel into my you're gonna see a life. photo of Nick Cage yeah. in the movie I'm sorry it's gonna happen well if I if hopefully he'll just look like some guy right because it's not well, yeah. He's not gonna be dressed like Dracula, like in Renfield. Like yeah, he's I hope just be... if he is, I'll I mean, yes, I'll that accept choice. that. Yeah. I just hope he's very tall. Yes, mostly in the legs. What if he has short legs? What if <laughs> that's the oh, twist? That's the like, twist. The twist. Uh, it was like he was in the symbols the whole time. He should have read the symbols. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm yeah, long legs. Um, anything else to say about long legs? No. No, man, I'm stoked. Well, fuck us. It's time to thank some more producers. Man, it sure is, Dave. Let's do that thing. Big old thank you to Dan Hackroyd. Thank you thank very you. much. Thank you to Davey, the ghost of East Las Vegas, Francis. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you to David Knife Boot. Knife Boot. Thank you, Deborah is awesome. Barbara is great and cancer can go to hell. Thank you. Thank you to Dracula, the bus driving vampire. <laughs> thank you. Thank you to Driftless and his elephant army demand you watch Lair of the White Worm. Thank you so much. And we will. Thank you to E.T., the extravagant terrestrial. Thank you. Thank you to Ed Nug. Thank you. Thank you to Exploding Room. Thank you so much. Thank you to Funky J. Mostly comes out at night. Mostly. Thank you. All right. Let me swoop in here. Thank you to the ghost of Dave Thomas. 
Thank you. Thank you to Heathcliff's Helping Handfuls. Thank you. Thank you to ImpossibleWorlds.net. Issue 3 is out now. Gorge yourself on our fiction. Gorge. Thank you. Thank you to Jay the Crow Baron says, Build a guillotine in rich people's yard 2024. Thank you. Thank you to Chris Shanovich. Thank you. Thank you to Lieutenant Frank Drebin, Police Squad. Thank you. Thank you to Look My, I'm on a podcast. Thank you. Thank you to Mabel. Step on me. Step, Step on, me. on me. Thank you. Thank you to Mackenzie. Fuck shuffling with Willem Dafoe's confusingly large dick. Chill. Thank you very much. And thank you to Mercurial Oz. Oh, thank you. All right. I really should give to your podcast and just be like, and thank you, Abe. Let's go hog wild, <laughs> man. Yeah. I mean, someone may could change theirs to Abe. That's they true. Could do that. No, I'm they just saying, do that. just to give you guys a fucking break. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's all. Um, uh, let's 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 get into the stories. What's his the name? news David stories. Le- Leech Leech. How do you say? How do you say? I'm this? not sure, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it depends. Um, it, de- it depends on when you ask yeah. questions about like names. I I I question everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> One of, uh, one of the two John, John, Wick, John Wick guys. Yeah, the director of Bullet Train and Atomic Blonde and Hobson Shaw is now in talks to do the Jurassic New Jurassic World sequel. I'm listen. I, I I guess they have nowhere else to go. Like every new development that comes out about this next Jurassic World movie makes me laugh out loud when I read it. Yeah. So. I, I want to put it this way. The first Jurassic Park, to me, is on par with, like, Alien or Aliens. Yeah, it's which a great is that, Yes, but what I mean is, like, tonally, the level of, like, restraint or the, the level of scariness of the creatures. Um, and that's all to say I never really want an Alien or Aliens when, like, someone, like, rides an alien. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, like, they team up with an alien or start learning to talk or fight giant locusts with aliens. Um, and so the, this this series has just... We don't have to go into how off the rails this series has gotten and how, like, completely milked to its core it is. And I guess the only thing you could do now is take that corpse and puppet it in a spectacular way. <laughs> yeah. And this director could do that. Right, he could f- make this corpse pinwheel into space. Yeah, if you want you to. Might, yes, literally into space. Yes, yeah, yes, and literally and I, pinwheeling. Yeah, and <laughs> I guess if they're not gonna stop, I guess I mean I I don't think I'm gonna be able to see this. If, movie. if you're not gonna stop, make it stupid. And I think yeah. this this is ne- never. I mean, this has been a joke for a couple of years, but never before has it been more possible that they are going to merge Jurassic World with the Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah, right. it's so clear. Just yeah. put the dinosaurs on motorcycles, have Vin Diesel punch a brontosaurus in the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a what T Rex say- gives birth to a fucking camaro let's go hell yeah yes we will be making history cry and what i mean by that is right a hundred years from now this will be known as the era in which like cinema lost its fucking mind and just it stopped it it just became so nihilist Mm -hmm. and like so self like meta and i get it because how we've our pop culture has hit this point right where it's like we've seen it all how do you tell new stories pop culture is a real or a burris um it is 
And like the way to tell a good story now is you either look you either look into yourself, tell a very personal, meaningful story, and you do a lot of hard work, or you say, "Can we give the T Rex a jetpack?" Like it's it's kind of one or the other now, and so it's clear that they've given up on trying to make a good movie, and that the thing is, this director's good. He's not bad, but he's not he's not exactly subtle, you know. No, and so like, he's never I, made a subtle thing in his I, life. I, I want both versions to exist. Like, there's never, there is never going to be a situation or circumstance where you ask me, do I want to see a good movie or do I want to see a movie where Tyrannosaurus gets a jetpack? I am always going to pick T Rex and the jetpack. Right. Just because you could then have seen it. I want to yeah. see it. You want to see I, 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 if, Yeah. That's the Taco Bell. I want because well, we have we have Jurassic Park. We don't need to try to do that again. Well, right. I, so if we I'm already gonna... have the perfect one, just let's just keep making the Jaws sequels now. It's it's exactly how I feel about the Jaws sequels. We right. have Jaws. Go fucking nuts. Put them in SeaWorld. Which Here's doesn't exclude an awesome, a new awesome. Um, exactly, that's true. Yeah, s- shark movie or a dinosaur right. movie. You know, exactly. Uh, though uh, somebody else is free 65. to make those. I had hopes. <laughs> oh yeah, 65 oh, yeah. was such a bummer. No, I yeah. didn't really have hopes for 65. So, <laughs> I agree with you guys except one thing, which is that and I've I've said this probably 10 times now. There is another thing to do, which is you go back to the original books and make it a a gritty mini series. You make it actually gory like the book is and you just make like an HBO style mini series where you just do a very grounded scary adult Jurassic Park. Oh yeah, you yeah. could West you could Westworld the shit out of yeah, this West if you wanted to. But don't go, you know, don't Yeah, don't go. Don't literally full Westworld, Westworld it. yeah. But like that's the one last place to go that's respectable is like dinosaurs, why not make them scary again? Like I'm begging them, make dinosaurs scary again and make and the way to do that is to kind of lean into the books and say like this isn't for kids. We made the one for kids. Um, now we're gonna make the very like adult one where we have like a long sequence where we're talking about like genetics, you know, and we're like exploring like these weird heady ideas in between dinosaurs tearing people up. Yeah, man. And I mean, you're right. <laughs> you're right yeah. all about all of this. I think two things. Well, I mean, you're just trying to revive the corpse. I get it. I get it. Like, it's not like you're saying. But it's like, no, it's a new corpse. It's a new beautiful corpse. corpse. Yeah, exactly. It's a new corpse to be. It's a new corpse. Here's the thing: is that Jurassic Park is like aliens and alien. Uh, These things are amazing because the people behind them, right? So it's like the problem is that you want it. And it should be able to be accomplished. You just need to find the right people to make it. Get the uh, guy made Chernobyl. Yeah, maybe. Uh, And it's like, you got to find a Steven Spielberg. It's like a pop song, right? When you deconstruct it, it's the easiest fucking thing in the world. It's three chords usually. Right. But then it's like, go write one, (laughs) you know? Go write a fucking hit right now. Right. Uh, That's the problem that we're here that's why they won't make another jurassic park that takes that kind of risk because they're terrified that it'll just be a middle of the road nothing because that's mostly you know i think i'm are. sitting on a fucking lottery ticket right now i think like, i mean you're, you're not craig wrong. mazin last of us chernobyl and then doing a jurassic park mini series 
um, based on the books, done very grounded and and creepy. Like, I don't know. I, I that that's see. I I get what you're saying, um, but like, and a lot of the times it's a lot more abstract than that with other series where it's like it happened, it came and went. But like they're sitting there right now trying to figure out how to do more of this. And no one's stopping them, and they're going to do it. Right. So why not do it right? Let's stop and the bloodletting like, out first. You're right. The priority-wise, let's find a different way to f- harness the energy and money. Harness yeah. the power of dinosaurs, you might <laughs> the say. The power yeah. of Jurassic Park. Uh, it's a Dino Riders reference that some people listening got. Dude, Mr. <laughs> DNA origin story you know it's yes, like, where are we going where what the, what the fuck are we doing let's just fucking go ham yeah, dude. fuck it fuck what it. if he comes alive and they have to fight mr dna yeah uh, yeah like that stained glass window and young sherlock holmes All right but this movie like i can i can already uh, like i already can imagine the netflix color grading and lighting I can already imagine that terrible CGI. I can already see the shitty quippy dialogue, the bad action scenes where the dinosaurs are in a in a city and like someone, you know, is someone is in a truck and being chased. You're basically saying I can program an AI to yes. make the thing I'm Can't saying. Can't you though? This no, no, this I mean, version, wrong, the version it's... they're going to make. Like you can already see it in your head, right? Yeah. And it looks like every other fucking movie. There's just, you know, I'm oh, this still one will have dinosaurs in it, though. Yeah, I'm still a little boy who doesn't want the corpse to be just brutally beaten and beaten just again. Make it better. Yeah, smash them together. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't I, make a million of these. I don't have to watch any of them. But if they, if they, if if they put dinosaurs on skateboards and have Jason Statham kicking Stegosaurus in the mouth, I will watch it. Yeah, I will too. It's just not enough for me anymore. It feels so mediocre now. Yeah, where everything like let's just do memes. You know, let's just do the awesome thing, and everybody will watch it. It doesn't matter that the stories suck or the characters aren't interesting. Yeah. It's just so. I'm just so tired of it. You can have those movies, too. I'm just saying, if you're going to make these big pieces of shit that are big pieces of shit, let's just drop the pretense. Yes, but... Why are we trying to pretend that this is anywhere grounded or serious? I'm scared that they won't. They won't. Of course they they won't. won't. Name times that they have. It's never happened, really. Like Gremlins 2. Gremlins 2? Yeah, that's a great example. And that's the problem. (laughs) They're going to try to earnestly go for this, and it's like... You're, they're already it's being built on shitty foundation and that's why i'm saying like knock it all down and start over somewhere else yeah, uh, like, yeah. let the comet I mean, hit the earth and break up pangea already yeah <laughs> i mean i i got it. dave's right on this because tom your method just <laughs> makes more of the shit wait why isn't tom wrong because i do think, no that's what like, i'm saying i'm with dave Tom is the one. Like, no, I said why. Sorry, why is Tom wrong? Tom is not I, I wrong agree with in that. Too. I, I, you I, go big. Look, I do want to see all that nonsense, but if we only go to those movies, that's the only movies they make. It's, so it's more like so. If we're talking about like Fast and Furious, yeah, it's go big or go home, right? Like that's that's there's no there's no gritty Fast and Furious. I, apparently, they're making a more grounded one for next, and I'm like, no, you you can't do that. Jurassic Park, my argument is that there's still a better way. And so, like, just go and do that better way. 
and they're not and I don't think this is going to be crazy enough for what like I Yo, agree with you Tom idea. that if it is over the top then it'll yeah. be great I just don't they think just it won't. will be they won't Gremlins 2 that's all I'm yeah, saying yeah I think it'll be mediocre is my of course issue. it will yeah, uh, almost certainly let's move on right. <laughs> most certainly speaking of the opposite of feelings of that I just had the next Evil Dead is apparently a spinoff. I that's it. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know what it could mean. It doesn't mean what's anything. being spun off. It'll just be earlier in the timeline. Like spinoff means like 1950s now. Like spinoff yeah. means reimagining because Hollywood makes franchises out of like itemized the same thing and right. this story. And it's so it's it's just letting us know it's not going to have the same cast or involve the same people. Yeah. And that's just true of all evil dead stories, right? Basically they're just making a new evil dead. That's all they're saying. They're, that's it's, how it's, I interpreted it as well. Uh, and yeah. I mean, you know, the, the, the first three with Bruce Campbell have obviously that continuity, but yeah, other, other than that, it's a pretty modular premise. You just take people and a book and put them someplace. Yeah. You, um, um, and I'm I'm fine with that. You can keep making a million of these. I've liked yeah. I liked the remake. I liked Evil Dead Rises. Yeah. You guys ever play the or video Evil Dead game Rise, Pain? Rather. Do you remember the video game Pain? It was on PlayStation. You had it was more like a cell phone game. You had a guy and he had a slingshot and you slingshotted him into a city full of obstacles and you got points by what you hit. Yes, I and remember how that. many things you hit. And you, it was the same city, the same setup every time. And I must have done that a million times. And this is all to say that's exactly how I feel about Evil Dead. Is you just, like you said, Tom, you get the same bits, you put them all together, and you just change it. You know, you get different people. You get a book, you get a location, and then you just let it ride. And I will watch it a million times. Same question about the, we were talking about with Jurassic World films. Would you want this franchise to go full Jason? Send the Deadites to space? Uh, the problem is this... Yes. So, yes. Deadites in space, 100%. Oh, Evil yeah. Dead on the moon. They should have done already. Because I would argue this franchise kind of started at 11. Yeah. Like this It did. This I mean, franchise, before, we've seen Bruce Campbell gets his head stuck up a corpse's ass in the show. He like it time travels. Yeah, he time travels to the past. Yeah. He goes yeah. to the future in I the end of the true. series. Yeah, like the it's, time it, travel bit. Yeah, it's in the DNA. So deadites in space doesn't seem ridiculous now. No, that's yeah. There's if we're nothing to compare like, this and Jurassic kind of, Park. You know? It's kind of the be- one of the beautiful things about Evil Dead is it's it can be maximum ridiculous or maximum cruelty, and both are totally fine and make More sense scary. with an Evil Dead. That's what I mean by like cruelty. Oh yeah, like it, yeah, it likes don't... it likes to punish its characters. That's like the, a main component of its DNA. But you can do it the slapsticky way, like they do with Bruce Campbell, or the other way, like in the yeah, new they, ones. They or, tend to not be scary. Evil like Evil Dead is rarely scary the way a like a really you know i mean like they don't creep me out they don't it's it's more fun right it's go, it's a slasher movie ultimately it is though yeah. the new films uh or the rebooted films all be it i i i'm the first to admit like they're fucking they they're fun as hell to watch they're fun as hell they're not of the D- same dna as evil dead the original right like no. they did no. the they did the gritty reboot so yeah. like it's not that's actually a new development for the franchise, in my opinion. You know, going like yeah, making it serious. Like it should just be 
full Jason at the end of the cycle, Deadites in Space. Yeah, I think Deadites in Space needs to happen immediately. Yeah. Um, like the next film, this is what we should be talking about. Yeah, but it. you're right, is that the other films went more for cruelty and grittiness. I still don't find them scary, but that's but I because think, they were preference. good enough. I think it's like ushered into the franchise a little bit. But like, yeah, I think that's that's Rise yeah. is now getting ridiculous, right? Yeah. They went over the top. So yeah, now I'm... they're getting the wood chipper in the garage. I, the, the original Evil Dead, Sam Raimi's Evil Dead, is pretty cruel. Yes. And it's fairly gritty. It it's, does have it's fairly gritty. It's my favorite Evil Dead. It's definitely cruel, but I'd say most horror movies are. like. But there are moments, you're right, they, it takes itself kind of seriously. Now, um, I'm, just saying, yeah. I'm just saying that the reboots, I didn't invent that. Like I think those were of a, like on the same page as the original Raimi film. It, it, but it gets way, of course he goes in, in Looney Tunes, Three Stooges, Maximum in right. the next movie, and then through Army of Darkness. Yeah. yeah, and Evil Dead Rise didn't. I my criti- I had a critique of Evil Dead Rise, which I actually saw growing on the internet. Um, other people were saying this too, which is that we we're talking about you know Jason in space. That another one is Jason Takes Manhattan, right? Which is a famously not good enough to fulfill its premise. Um, I actually don't think Evil Dead Rise pulled it off either. Which is to say that like I really like Evil Dead Rise, but the promise of Deadites in the city. Was they just kept it to one building. Yeah. yeah. They, it might as well have been a cabin. It was uh, yeah. to the point that the wood chipper was cool, but that's that's not that's that's a something you have in the country. Yeah, it's like so put like, it on the streets. Put right, it in a have, taxi cab. Put it in a taxi cab, put it on the subway. Have, it get have in a, someone slice. dropped off a sky. Yeah. So I actually think they should try again. <laughs> get in a slice. <laughs> yeah. I think they should legit get a bigger budget because I know they probably had budget issues, but they I, I just need that. I, they haven't given me that yet. Um, and yeah, in space would be fucking great. Like, I'm still enjoying these reboots, but I think they can lean into it more. I think mm-hmm. they can go crazier yeah. and they're not quite there. Yep. Um, Looking yeah. forward to seeing what... Good luck, Evil Dead. Right. It's yeah. hard because like the third Evil Dead, he was in medieval times. And the third reboot, Evil Dead, I would argue, needs to be equal to that, you know? Yeah. I want to see the gritty reboot of them shoving somebody's head up a corpse's ass. Yeah. Give me a Game of Thrones version. The Game of Thrones version of that. (laughs) Deadites Uh, on a Zeppelin, motherfucker. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Come on. Yeah. Victorian style. (laughs) Put them anywhere. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. it. It really doesn't. Uh, should we fix more producers? producers? Yeah. Big old thank you to Mike the Lurker. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you to Mongolian Throat Skaking. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Tell Your Wife how many Patreon subscriptions you have before you agree to buy a house. Thank you so much. Thank you to Musical Guest, the Ludicrousness Children's Choir. Thank you. Thank you to No One Can Hear You Scream in Space McNulty. Thank you so much. Thank you to Norm from Cheers. Norm. Thank you to Ricky Solange. Oh, wait, I missed. They get a Pete for Pagel. My Thank eyes you. went way down. They get a Numino Ultra Microscopic Silico Volcano Coniosis Anti Disestablishment Terranism Jones. Thank, Thank you. you. They get a Rev MD. Thank you so much. Thank you to Ricky Cilantro. There you are. Thank you. They get a Rosemary's Baby from Eraserhead. Thank you. Thank you to Screaming Horse Pyramid. Thank you so much. Thank All right, you. let me jump in here. Thank you to Sorry Cop, world's most laughable centrist. Thank you. Thank you to Steven. Thank you. Thank you to the conveniently placed self-destruct button on the top of every baby's head. Thank you. Thank you to the midnight patron with patrons at midnight. Thank you. Thank you to the oatmeal savage. 
Thank you. Thank you to the Tubi Terror Bunny. Says the strikes may be over, but egg David Zaslav for fun and profit. Oh, yeah. Thank you to these seven bees. Thank you. Thank you to Tiger Drawers, Pratt Thompson. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Thank you. Thank you to Tip Drizzle. Tip. Thank you to Tux. Thank you. Thank you to Vincent. Vincent. Thank you to Why Don't You Take a Flying Fuck at the Moon. Thank you. And thank you to your mom. Thanks. Dave. Whew. I know you have a movie that deserves more hype. Yeah. But what I really want to know is do you have two movies that deserve more hype? (laughs) Oh, shit. You know, I can can do that. In fact, okay, listen, I can do two movies that deserve more hype, and one of them involves a frog person. I can do that. Go on. I can can give you that. Cast that spell on us. (laughs) Listen, I had to include this first one. I don't have reason to believe this is going to be amazing, Um, but it's called Frogman. You know what? It is going to be amazing. It's coming out March 8th on VOD and VHS. They're doing a VHS release um, because, you know, we love that shit. This is a found footage horror movie. Uh, Imagine Blair Witch, but it's Frogman. It's a cryptid called Frogman. It's a group of people going in 1999, uh, going into the woods to look for Frogman. It turns out that like the whole house, the whole uh, uh, town is like in on it in some weird Lovecraftian way. Apparently, according to the reviews, um, it's your standard found footage. Um, it's getting praised a lot for the visual effects, uh, you know, like the gore and and Frogman. I assume. There'll be some sort of frogman, uh, but I'm not certain. Dave, <laughs> like, how many more times can you say frogman? Yeah. Frogman in the next 15 seconds. It's called frogman. <laughs> how? I mean, how can you not make a movie called Frogman and not sell me on this and that's not true. make me want to say that's, it? A that's bunch that's, times? that's all I want to do now. Yeah, it's frogman, guys. It's, it's frogman. It's frogman. Frog I, I don't know what else to say. It's frogman. Yeah. I hope the whole town is in on it to get that sweet frogman money. I hope they're all frogmen. I was thinking it might be a howling situation. Yeah. Mm, yeah. But uh, no, it looks good. It looks good. It looks fun. It, it looks, looks fun. Fine. I mean, watching the first 30 seconds, I envisioned a much more spectacular movie, which is on par, I think, with what Dave is trying to scratch at, which is this is amazing. It's a Blair Witch kind of parody because. At some point, there's a guy who's like just a guy, but in like a frogman costume. And he, you know, I don't know. He looks at the camera and says, I'm frogman, baby. But like, frogman. That, that would be, that would be one thing. But this does seem to be pitched as, oh, it's a real version of the thing. It's like the Blair Witch. It's terrifying. Everyone's going to die. And we take the frogman seriously. I don't know what to do with that other than to say, go watch frogman <laughs> frogman. Yeah. It's, I, I, I don't know. I just don't, I don't know. I just have to see frogman. It's called frogman. I got to see it. Yeah. It looks like it's matching the, the style of, of Blair, Witch pretty well. And and that yeah. it's, it's doing the amateurness, amateurness of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah but, they're making but a, a bad documentary in a way that feels intentional though. Yeah, of course. Like it wasn't a, in a way that you see that uh, the opening of the trailer and you're like, oh boy. <laughs> you know? No, That's... much like Blair Witch. Like, it, had they right. just made a documentary and left the woods, it would have been a terrible documentary. <laughs> and that's the same with Frogman. You know, like the the people doing it, like the characters. I mean, 
making it, not the filmmakers, are making a bad documentary and then they get attacked by Frogman. Man, what a, what a turn of events. Yeah. <laughs> what a turn of events. Yeah. yeah, they end up making the best documentary. Yeah. What if there is no Frogman and they just come back and they're like, it, it was about it's the Frogman no, and no Frogman between there us. There were no Frogman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it could uh, be a real Big Feats Man situation. Yeah. Should I take you guys through this next one? Because that's, that's Frogman. And here's the second one. It's called In a Violent Nature. I don't like, I don't love the name. Um, it is coming out mid to 2024. We're not exactly sure when. Um, it is so. It, the trailer doesn't really show this. It's so it's apparently imagine Friday the 13th, but from the point of view of Jason. And what I mean by that is it's apparently a semi art film about a seemingly like a mortal, like a like a um, a vengeful zombie uh, named Johnny. Uh, who is he, a locket involving a locket taken under a fire tower. And his, his whole thing is he puts on like a fire mask um, and he is just murdering teenagers. Um, the catch is that the camera basically just follows Johnny, mostly walking through the woods. Like what it sounds like is that this movie is a series of very beautiful sequences of this murderer walking through the woods for his next murder uh and then killing teenagers that we're only like hearing in the background most of the time and we can only get like their progressive plot from like context clues in those murders and then apparently the murders are really gory and over the top um the like they've been compared to mortal combat fatalities <laughs> um so like imagine uh, like like i don't know what this is i don't know what this is like from the from the because it doesn't sound boring nobody's bored in the reviews <laughs> but it sounds like a fucking like a Lars, Lars von trier it's like a like yeah it sounds like somebody made a movie out of playing the friday the 13th video game as jason yeah where it's, or rather, it's it never leaves the, the killer's point of view yes and it's even almost like a third person over the shoulder it sounds like sorry not Lars von Trier it sounds like Terrence Malick like a Terrence Malick slasher <laughs> Terrence Malick Friday the 13th just yeah. fucking Jason playing with a butterfly fuck it yeah because it's it's basically the joke that we constantly do which is what is Jason up to what's he doing movies? in between the scenes yeah. imagine that's what it's this movie on is. par with what like following a dog and going like yes. what's that dog up to it goes over and smells some stuff and then goes over to a new place and smells more stuff but in this the smelling is killing that yes. that is it's insanely hard to do best of luck to yeah. you in a violent I, nature i don't I, think you can actually do it well i think what this is is a trough for you to get your gore slop <laughs> <laughs> like that's what this is nice. it's just like it's more or less just allowing you like all right everybody get on in I we think got a this... art house oh. movie, I guess. <laughs> and we're just going to slop. <laughs> and we're, we're just going to murder some kids, Get which is gross what ass I guess we want. It. Yeah. I, I think this is an incredible idea to attempt. I'm yeah. really, really curious to see it. Um, yeah. Yeah. There, apparently his backstory also gets put together slowly. So I think those moments that are like him walking through the woods or not killing are filled with like, getting like a little bit of exposition here and there, like gently put out. I don't know. Again, the reviews don't seem to say this is boring. 
They just like in, in one of them says it's those distant, quiet stretches that often intrigue the most. Um, like w- with Nash, which I assume is the director, raising questions for his audience to sit in, uh, like how much humanity possibly remains with this <laughs> within this hulking undead mass. So I think it's the idea of like it's it's this creature like yeah like reconciling with his humanity at the same time that while just yeah i like i really like the idea of having the the story uh kind of unfold in in little bits and abstract like that i'm again this all sounds like a really cool thing to attempt yeah and then and then there, and then on the other side, the review is saying he wields a hatchet and a pair of drag hooks, tools of the men who murdered him, for some truly heinous, unpredictable kills. Unpredictable is the key word. That's fun. There's one in particular where Johnny uses his drag hooks on an unsuspecting vi- victim that reaches Mortal Kombat fatalities levels of carnage. Jeez. <laughs> so we're the, basically going to see the insides. <laughs> yeah, and That's then at one point, Johnny bludgeons a victim for a comically long time. Mm-hmm. I'm talking minutes. I'm talking minutes, baby. So I'm like, what the fuck is this? I have to see this. I don't. Yeah, I'm like, very curious to see this movie. Like you guys keep using the word attempt, and I understand why because it is a big fucking. This swing. is a huge swing. Like, yeah. narratively, and I have to watch it. Narratively, I mean, it could just be like that's what I'm saying with the slop comment. I don't mean it in an entirely derogatory way. Like it literally no, can be yeah. beautiful in that regard. I think that like Predator is very close to that, you know? And that's, Predator is awesome. Prey is awesome. You know, like, they do that thing. Uh, That's true, yeah. This could be Um, that. Oh, yeah. I I wanted to compare it to Hardcore Henry. Hardcore Um, Henry is an interesting, Because Hardcore Henry does some interesting storytelling things with its gimmick, which is that it's all from, it's all a first-person perspective. Yeah, which is it's similar to this because you it sounds like we never leave Johnny's point of view. So um, and I don't I don't think like Hardcore Henry is an incredible movie, but I was really pleasantly surprised by how how they pulled off some of the storytelling beats in it. So I, 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 I'm I'm so freaking curious to watch this movie. It's a cool yeah, idea. It's uh, but I like Abe, I'm a little kind of ambivalent about whether or not you can really pull this off although it does it does sound like they have no idea there's like i don't yeah there's to me if they pull if they pull it off that means i'm thinking they have like 30 minutes of movie to do (laughs) uh after that i'm a little bit like all right what's happening now what am i gonna sink my teeth into um but maybe a it's not for me or b it's a, a scenario where they uh, prove me wrong and they're just, they can sustain 90 minutes. Yeah, we'll see. The point is that we have to see. You have to see. You have to know. kind of have to see. I have a question about, like, that's clearly, like, Crystal Lake vibes. That's oh, clearly, yeah. like, yeah. we've been He's you know, supposed talking, to be Jason, for sure. We've been just saying it, Jason. How, how close can you get, man? Like, that's Legally? wild. You can get really close before oh, yeah, copyright like a becomes an issue. That kind of makes me sad for the, you know, creators of Friday the Thirteenth. But I guess well, you know, whatever. So the way parody copyright works, it's weird that I know this. Um, is that if you're if you so there was the the one I remember there was a book that was about the O.J. Simpson trial 
done in the style of Dr. Seuss. And Dr. Seuss sued and won because they weren't doing a parody of Dr. Seuss. They were talking about something in the style of Dr. Seuss. the style. Interesting. Right. And so, like, that's how I always think of it is, like, this seems like you could, you could even do a Jason mask if you could legally say, well, I'm making a parody. That doesn't it's, seem I'm, to hold I'm up. I'm making an observation now. about the, the, I, the thing. Because uh, we um, made many sketches using, like, Ken Burns documentary style with not talking about Ken Burns whatsoever. I think that, like, that doesn't hold up. You know what I mean? I don't know. I honestly it's don't not, know. This is a vague memory of a single thing I learned about in school. Well, in any case, <laughs> I just, I was like, that's kind of, that feels dangerous to me. And I'm not worried for the filmmakers as much as just like, what does it mean? It's, right. I, I'm a little worried about how it's anthemic of one of the many diseases movies seem to have at I, this point, which is collect the clout of other things that they've yeah, been inspired by, but have yeah. fucking nothing to do with. I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to quote all of your inspirations. Yeah, I don't want to derail fine. us. It's fun to be a fan for sure, but it's just, it's also like make your fucking Frogman movie, yeah. but don't even, like, even Frogman is like, you know, Blair Witch. I, exactly. I, it's all, it's, it's in it all. It's, it's. Endemic. Yeah. I, not to derail us. I actually have that concern way more with video games after when Phasmophobia came out and then a million games just did that again. Yeah. You're and it was like you can do that. And, yeah. Like you can just make not even lethal company, or they just did. Here's Ghost Hunter, and it was like we're taking the exact same equipment and like idea and structure, but we're calling it different, something different, and all our elements are different. Like all our art is different. Yep. It was like why, why, how can you do that? That's so weird. It feels weird, uh, but you know, if it's good, I'm gonna forgive all sins, baby. The That's goodness true. of movies washes yeah. away the blood. Yeah, you yeah, can kill. I'm definitely uh I want to see both of these movies uh Me too. right now. So yeah. hopefully they come out soon. I will. I think that's I'm a hyped. successful hype. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm hyped. Uh and that's a successful sode. We've done it. Woo! woo. Uh, Abe, Abe Doctor Movies, thank you so much for being here with us. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure to yeah, chat man, we with love having my you. buds. Plug. Plug. <laughs> Oh, yeah, me. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Patreon.com slash smallbeans. Uh, for more movie fixes and video game fixes and wellness podcasts. And we're all what? over the place, baby. You have wellness podcasts? Yeah. Uh, Michael Swaim has his one man show. Oh, Tales my God. From the that Pit. Is, yeah, that is a wellness podcast. I That's would nuts. call it that. Yeah. We're yeah. all over the place. We. We don't play by any rules because we're the bad boys of podcasting. You should do a true crime. Yeah. You should investigate. We thought about it. Investigative journalism. Mm-hmm. Do uh, reporting. Yeah. We, uh, Dave, we shouldn't do that, but tell them what, no. we, sh- tell them what we do do. Tell them what we, we, we do do. 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 <laughs> we have a Patreon as well. Patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. G-A-M-E-F-U-L-Y. Unemployed. It's the spelling of the thing you're watching, you know? Um, and we, you know, we have exclusive podcasts for $5 a month. You can get access to Tom and Jeff watch Batman, Fox Muller is a maniac. And then with the small beans, Star Trek, the next Futurama, Spiel boys, we watch movies every Friday night with our patrons. It's lots of fun. There's a bunch of tears. There's a discord community. There's a lot going on. The future is bright. Ooh, it is. It's 2024. That sounds like a future number. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> we also have a store. Uh, head over to GamefullyUnemployed.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store where we have all kinds of cool original Arvkin designs. You can get on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all sorts of things. So slap your sunglass-wearing peepers onto that because mm-hmm. the future yeah, is bright riding. and because we're all so freaking cool here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Should we get on our review? motorcycles, guys? Dude, yeah, I've let's been do it. on my motorcycle. <laughs> I never left off. my I motorcycle. I never left the motorcycle. <laughs> I don't leave it out of my sight. Sometimes I like to get off it just to lean on it. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. yeah. But otherwise, I shower on it. Yeah, he does. It is broken. The With motorcycle his... does not work. It does not work. <laughs> it hasn't worked in 16 months. Yeah, it is a fucking mess. So... So Tom and I are going to just leave Dave and ride <laughs> off into the sunset. And I'm going to sit here and make sounds with my mouth. Yeah, just <laughs> lean. You can do the lean. It looks real cool, dude. It does. It does. Fuck you. All dude. right. Say goodbye, everyone. <laughs> goodbye. Bye. Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our channel artwork is produced by Michael Vincent Bramley. You can find more of his artwork at instagram.com slash mvbramleyart. Our episode artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.